Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. We've called a QR emergency <laughs> meeting for reasons which should be <laughs> should be pretty obvious. <laughs> um, someone, someone let Philly cheesesteak um, a little yeah. spending spree. <laughs> someone let him. Someone left a wallet out again. Fuck's sake! Uh, Philly always uh, gets it. They think they'll, you know, he'll just buy lunch for the employees, but no, he just buys more employees. (laughs) He comes back with Activision Blizzard. (laughs) Like, can I get a tuna sweet corn? Comes back in with that (laughs) contract of 70 billion. Not quite what I meant, but I'll take it, I suppose. Um, Big, 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 I don't even... Where do we? Where does this start, and where does it end? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, obviously, to break it down, um, to make it official for anyone literally just clicking on this video, um, Xbox, Microsoft have purchased Activision Blizzard. Um, I don't think everything is absolutely final, final, but it's final to the point it's been agreed both ends, um, and it's official. It's all over social medias, everything like that. Um, and yeah, I think the final price went through at almost 70 billion. <laughs> 70 billion, like, hello. Which is like a good 50 plus. That's like the economy of like small countries. <laughs> I know, it's, it's crazy. And I think it, it beats the biggest acquisition to date uh, for, a, for, a, uh, for a gaming company or just, yeah, yeah, just a, a gaming company. Uh, by about 50, yeah, in 50 billion. One, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just tiny, tiny margin. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah Beth- the Bethesda purchase was just beneath the biggest purchase ever, which was obviously seven point five. The the biggest was Tencent on a Finnish company. I think I said it was called Supercell. I can't remember the name. Uh, that was like eight billion. Mm. No, sorry, that was like twelve billion. And now this is yeah, seven seventy billion. Seventy. <laughs> yeah, like um, five times the amount at least. Uh, yeah, and and for for anyone unaware, Activision is known for their their things. You know, their works with Call of Duty is probably their biggest, I guess. But you know, there it's it's also Activision Blizzard. So anything under Blizzard, so you got Overwatch, you got World of Warcraft, you got Diablo, you've got um, what am I missing? Um, Heroes of the Storm, Starcraft, um, mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Diab- Diablo, Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, literally just in Tony ins- Hawk, an insane amount, and then obviously Call of Duty thrown on top of there. All of the studios to work on Call of Duty, um, Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, Treyarch, all that that all comes under Activision Blizzard, uh, which Xbox have now purchased and made part of the family. So, uh, obviously, that means first party. Games well, pass. I mean, this this is, yeah, this is a conversation we will get around to. I think at the very least, we can be confident 
in saying at this point that everything under this umbrella is going to be Games Pass, probably day day one Games Pass. I don't know how they're going to deal with this down the line. I'd like to think it's all just going to get chucked in, but I think we're mm. very possible with the amount of money that this costs. I think it's very possible that down the line we're going to be looking at either just a Games Pass price increase, which was going to happen at some point anyway, or like a tiered approach. And we've spoken about this with kind of the Ubisoft, like possible Ubisoft Plus edition. Um, but yeah, okay, there's there's so much to get into that, yeah, I don't really know where to start. I mean, obviously you said, because <laughs> you said, you know, Activision Blizzard are known for all these RPGs. They're also known for some pretty shitty people. Um, yes. Another conversation in, all in of, of itself. And, you know, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Xbox um, <laughs> manages all of that. Um, but so let's just start on the most exciting, like, I guess... Just the acquisition in and of itself of Activision Blizzard. Because um, we've spoken about a lot of... We've spoken about like the possibilities of like studios or pu- publishers that uh, Xbox could acquire. Hmm. And because there has been like weird like rumors along the way of like, you know, oh, they're looking at Take Two. Oh, they're looking at Ubisoft. Oh, they're yeah. looking at EA. And we've always been like, oh, you know, I'm... so like, where does this sit for you on like the possible hierarchy of like, you know, what would have, what would have been the most exciting uh, publisher acquisition? And where is this on that kind of hierarchy? Um, I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, yeah, we, we did discuss the, the, the Ubisoft in a previous episode. Um, and I think Ubisoft have got some some bangers. Um, they've got some great IPs and some great studios um, working under them, but I don't know. There's there's something about... I mean, I'm a big fan of, of Blizzard games, personally. I play quite a lot of Blizzard games. You know, I see them having a lot of polish and very well-made games um, underneath that. Underneath that, the, the studio. So... I don't know. It's quite tough to say, but because Call of Duty is so big, but I don't really care for it. But I, ju- <laughs> yeah. I, I know just how big it is. And if we're talking potential exclusivity, or you know, over on onto Xbox for these sort of things and games, uh, day one games pass and stuff like that. I mean, that's just that's about as big as you can get something like Call of Duty, right? I mean, it's it's, yes. it's literally one of the giants of of, of gaming. So, um, yeah, it's it's very up there for me. It, it, it's bigger than the likes of Ubisoft. And what was the other one you mentioned that we were? I said EA, but there was another yeah. one we have been discussing, which was Warner Bros. Warner Bros. Yeah. Um, now I think for me, Warner Bros. Warner would have Bros. been like. I, I, Warner Bros. would have been like top tier. I think it fills all the spots. I think it yeah. like for me, it fills in some of that like superhero like um, like element. You know, like DC. I think that would have mm-hmm. been really cool. Um, but this is like I, the, I I find this more exciting than than a possibility. And I can't even believe we're having this fucking conversation. Mm-hmm. But like, I find this more exciting than like an EA or a Ubisoft acquisition. Like, if you had asked me like five years ago, would you be having a conversation about which publisher you'd prefer Xbox to buy? I'd have yeah, just yeah. shat myself there on the spot. But yeah, I think this is like you say, and I think this for me, this is mostly a Blizzard thing. I think as much as you know, and, and to preface, we're we're fully aware that the company is going through some shitty sexual harassment. Yeah. That doesn't take away from the, the artists and the teams that are there. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about the quality of the studios and the products they put out. Yeah. Um, I totally agree 
um, we loved Overwatch back. We had like a good year period where we really, really loved Overwatch. We've loved um, Hearthstone in the past as well. You know, yeah. the fact that that's under their portfolio, I think, is really exciting. Um, imagine like a, a like Slay the Spire esque kind of like Hearthstone. Be dank. Be wicked. Yeah. Um, and I think it also, and I don't think the thing is, I, this has been we've we've recorded this as quickly as we could, but yeah. I think it fills in the gap. Like, so I haven't had time, I haven't had time to like read impressions or anything. So I'm sure other people are talking about it, but it fills in the gap that we've been talking about, which which is that Phil has said many many a times he wants kid games, he wants E-rated games, hmm. Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah mascots xbox don't have mascots really mm. you know other than the, the pillars and like i know they're built their work that's a work in progress um yeah. those are mascots but you're kind of right though because our mascots they are sort of they're like 15 and 18 plus mascots aren't they master chief they and uh marcus phoenix you know all that sort of stuff they're they're not e for everybody mascots um whereas spyro and definitely crash bandicoot are um and you know we've i i feel like xbox have been looking for this in the past and people have been begging for like a uh like a conquer reboot as because that was considered like a yeah, mascot yeah. way back in the day again it's not really a children's kind of one because it was quite a mature game wasn't it like quite mature yeah. themes and stuff um so yeah it definitely does fill that gap yeah i couldn't agree more yeah so i like so yeah so i mean i guess that's where it's at kind of in terms of of the excitement level. And like, really I need to go and like, have a look at like the actual IPs that fall under Activision Blizzard. Cause I don't know if they have lots or if they've been one of those companies that has really just slowly acquired studios and then, you know, uh, restricted their production to like just one, like obviously with Call of Duty. Um, yeah. And I guess, I think, you know, when we, when we had a quick chat, when this news broke, we, um, I think, I think a lot of people are going to see this. And they're obviously going to react a bit weirdly because of the whole um, difficulty uh, Activision Blizzard have been having in yeah. the press. Um, but I think they're also going to see it as like, oh, Xbox is acquired Call of Duty uh, and not care. I mean, I, I say not care. I'm talking about like the core game. But <clears throat> of course, to the casual audience, this is a really big deal. You know, whether or not it goes exclusive or not, Games Pass is obviously a big deal. Nonetheless, yeah. COD has like, three studios working on it is that really necessary oh, mate, <laughs> like more three good studios yeah and it's so and like this is what like we always say about these studios you know i think it's a pretty commonly held uh like belief that these games that get milked into like annual franchises they're still good games it's just like you can tell the creative potential has been sucked out of it because like they're on like a treadmill yeah. and it needs to be out the door and there's no real time for experimentation prototyping and the likes if you like and this is the way i think of it there's a couple of people who left infinity ward like after modern warfare 2 those people went and made respawn those people went and made uh, Titanfall 1, Titanfall 2, and Apex Legends, which have all been bangers across the board. And Apex yeah. Legends has been sitting like at the top of the FPS genre, you know, in like the top like top five contenders basically for the last five years. Yeah. So when we're talking about these teams that are making CODs, if they are given space to breathe, you know, I, I imagine Activision Blizzard will still be operating largely independently, but as a part of Microsoft, hopefully they'll be given space to breathe. Yeah, we don't need a COD every year. God damn it! Slow it down to two years, three years. Mm. You know, 
because especially I can't imagine Xbox are going to want Call of Duties like cannibalizing on their Halo. Like, you know, they aren't going to want that. So slow it down. Let those teams like pick up some new IPs. And I guarantee those will be bloody good games if mm-hmm. they drop, you know, COD or they actually work on other games. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah this, this was actually something we, we talked about. And the fact that, um, yeah, we can give these studios room to breathe to make other things. Um, and whether or not these are things that, you know, xbox have had in the works as potential ips and they're just looking for the right studio to take them on or whether or not they're just going to be like hey guys you know what are you fancy making take a break from card you know let's let's see if we can get you on a new project sort of thing um and yeah it's all very exciting because they are talented studios because you know card games as much as they're churned out they they look great and they play great um and they they tend to have you know, the developers that make them kind of put their own spin on them. So you can definitely see the differences between them every year um, and what they excel at and stuff like that between Treyarch, Sledgehammer and um, Infinity Ward. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just really exciting. Um, and I couldn't agree more. I don't know how the public will react to not having Call of Duties every year because I think it, it definitely has that stigma about it where everyone's just like, oh, just leave it to you know bake longer and make better games but i do think if we were to just be like okay call of duty is now once every three years um or something like that i do think the public would also miss having a call of duty every year um and that i think could impact quite negatively um maybe i I just feel like there's, there's a good opportunity for them to because you know considering warzone is like an ongoing games as a service thing now like that's there all the time Mm -hmm. Uh, fair enough battle royale isn't for everyone that's fine even though i'd imagine that's probably snatched most of the mainline cod audience it has yeah um yeah i I think there's just a good opportunity for like one of the teams to remain on cod and make a separate games as a service cod because they don't i mean i know they update the game but they update for a year and then you know it's like yeah it's a couple of pity updates and then it's dropped yeah so like yeah you know, make the game, deliver it like with, give it some innovation, a breath of fresh air. Um, you know, they don't need to like constantly go back and forth between this like, oh, here's a big innovation. I this is boots on the ground. I was gonna do. I his boots on the. Like, it's this yeah. like whole like nauseating cycle like every three years. Yeah. Um, you know, they can just release it and they can add to it and then they can take feedback from the community and actually work like massage it into the game rather than like having to hard reboot every single year. Yeah. Um. So, like, that's, I think, there is space for that. But I think, you know, I think you make a good point, like, outside of us, like, the the, the vocal online nerds, mm. you know, is your casual gamer going to be a bit surprised when they have start having a look around November time? Oh, wait, what's the new card? Oh, there isn't one this year. Yeah. Huh. And I do think that that will have a negative impact because a lot of people do look forward to a Call of Duty every year. Um, but then, I don't know, there are other things to play. Maybe as a result of that, they they move over to halo they you know exactly. because that, that's against the service it's constantly getting updated or if call of duty's in a state where like you said it's just being focused on more as a games of a service and given more attention in that way you know and it's it's getting a breath of fresh air every three to six months like something like apex legends does everyone really need a cod every year anyway if it's being looked at and given attention uh that the way it is in if, it, if it's done like that. Um, 
So it's it's really hard to tell, but I'm definitely on board with taking away the Call of Duty every year, um, giving them a bit more creative space, and um, yeah, just focusing on more of the games of, as as a service, which goes well into Games Pass as well. You know, it's the perfect model mm-hmm. for something like Games Pass. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely more pro that. Yeah, because I think <clears throat> you know, I think when when um, I'm trying to just figure out what what the, what the exact studio is just so we can kind of go through them one by one um yeah. and i had them up earlier but i've since lost them do you have them up in front of you uh i do not not right now no um it's okay there was which is that graphic oh hang on yeah it's, it's on my notes hang on because i've got it I, there's the graphic that xbox posted um which was you know xbox plus activision blizzard the uh where is it yeah there it is okay so yeah you obviously got treyarch um, we got Raven Software, we got High Moon, we got Beanox, we got, um, I can't read that one on the bit of paper. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me have a zoom. <laughs> uh, i leave that to last. Infinity Ward, Demonware, and then what's that? Toys for Bob, which I presumably is the Candy Crush Studio. Yeah, the, the one on the piece of paper as you described it, that was Sledgehammer Games. Sledgehammer, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. Four! Four studios, <laughs> like the work of God. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck is so unnecessary? It's just, it it's is my... crazy. Yeah, so much potential so, there. So, so there's there's eight studios there. One being a mobile, so half of them work on COD. Like, it's just not. It's just crazy. And like, I think like as you say, you've, you've got to imagine that once this deal is closed, and as the article says, they're reporting to the. I don't know, Phil was flexing a new title, wasn't he, in the article? He was like, CEO of Microsoft Gaming. It's like a big, just a big deal. Yeah. Uh, once that happens and that ink is dry, they, um, I've got to imagine that everything they do has now got to be part of Microsoft's wider strategy. I think they're going to be given some autonomy, just like, well, a lot of autonomy, like Bethesda will. But overall, they're still playing into Microsoft's strategy if they're reporting up up the org chart. Yeah. You know? um, and that's what's making me think that you know, hopefully there can be a bit of gas taken off on on the Call of Duty and those one of those other one of those four studios at least can go and do some stuff because yeah. you know they they clearly have you know I just think I just think they you know they're good teams and they need to be let onto something else and I think we probably that that's probably what we all think yeah um, for sure so beyond that let's just um, is there any particular IP here that you think like, like, is there any like what comes to your mind when you when you see this and you think, wow, what could I get as a result of this? Like, obvious, other than it being like you know, straight to Games Pass, um, like what could I get as a, as a like fully optimized exclusive game made for the Series X from one of these studios? Like, what what is kind of ringing your bell? Um, I mean, not an expression. <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind when I saw it is was Diablo really mm. it, it was it was diablo 4 being potentially exclusive um built for the series x um next gen only sort of thing uh and obviously pc2 um so yeah i'd say diablo was probably the big one there but i don't know for me also just literally one of the first things that came up was like are we gonna get ports like, are we going to get a lot of these really popular PC games like World of Warcraft and Starcraft and all these kind of ones? I mean, just those two off the top of my head. Are those going to make their way to a console platform? Like, mm-hmm. which is pretty big. 
Like it's that that's that's pretty huge. I mean, I don't think we've ever really had something along the scale of a World of Warcraft um, sort of game on console before. I mean, you know, we got like ESO and stuff, but I still don't think it's nearly as big as World of Warcraft in terms of expansions and content and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So for me, it was definitely Diablo Four, and then uh, ports of the current really popular um, Blizzard titles over onto consoles mm. potentially. Yeah, definitely, definitely with you there. I'm you know, Candy bing, Crush bing, on console. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Bring the Connect back, Candy Crush Connect. Um, uh, yeah, I, like you know, being being big Diablo three fans ourselves, you know, I think that that is a game. I'm. I'm definitely excited for. Mm. Um, it's been like you know, it's the development of that game has been a bit weird because they've shown gameplay like a few times over the last few years with like classes and stuff, but like no release date in sight. Mm. Um, uh, definitely excited for the future of that. I, I am excited for an Overwatch too when that when that inevitably comes. It seems it's still going to be a while off, which is probably fine because the FPS market is a bit stuffed at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think what you said about the the port, PC ports to console is really interesting because I think this really like this is the other angle of it. You know, it really deepens Xbox's like commitment to PC. You know, beyond there being, um, you know, IP which is like historically PC only with with StarCraft um, yeah. and World of Warcraft as well, like you say, Heroes of the Storm. Like bringing that stuff to console is really, I think helps just embed that kind of commitment to pc and it's like look we're treating these platforms as one of the same this is all you see all of this it's all xbox yeah this whole planet (laughs) it's all xbox now yeah Uh, and guitar hero let's not forget guitar hero yeah it'd be cool to see another guitar hero hey i used to love guitar hero not gonna lie i know we're just kind of i just think we're just kind of past it yeah not not we just like it's a bit of a fad wasn't it it was it was one of those Sort of they must have made a lot of money though it's just... i think so yeah i mean they even did like spin-offs with like rock band and stuff like that those were other studios and stuff but it was obviously very mm. popular and they obviously sold really well i don't know maybe they'll bring it back in some fashion but um yeah yeah it would be another like e-rated like ip that if xbox wanted that yeah for sure it's just i think i think it's just like you know auxiliary like peripherals have really gone out of fashion you know like motion controls and mm. like if some someone has to buy like a 70 quid controller and a 50 quid like fake guitar i think people are kind of like not sure about that guitar hero vr so, it's coming dude i mean that i mean i don't know is there any point in that <laughs> is there any yeah, point? pretty cool well i guess so. like well, you're playing on yeah, stage and holding a guitar and could be cool yeah, I suppose. Um, okay, that's great in terms of IP. Um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm sure there's more I'm missing here. I'm, I'm like looking through the Wikipedia page to see if there's more that I like am not seeing. Some seems to be published by other studios. Um, prototype, yeah, prototype is retained by Activision. Uh, Fifty Cent, Blood on the Sand, huge. That's massive. <laughs> uh, oh, Brutal Legend. They still own Brutal Legend, do they? That's funny. Yeah. Considering that was Double Fine and now Double Fine are owned by Xbox. Mm-hmm. The Chronicles of Riddick. Ghostbusters, the video game. Yeah, they have dipped their toes in licensing a few times, haven't they? Um, 
Hang on, what is something that's being published by them? Something big is being published. Hang on, hold the fucking little phone. Hold the little phone. There's a big licensed game that Activision are publishing, and I can't remember what it is. Is um, it? I don't know, dude. I think I know what it is. What and is I it? I think. I think it's 007 by IO Interactive. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a thing, isn't it? They announced that, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it being a thing. I just didn't realize it, it was related to Activision, I'm going to be honest. I seem to remember them say, like, saying it was going to be published by Activision, and I might be wrong there, but I'm just going to really quickly check on the wikis. Project 007. Okay, not the wikis, just on their website. Um, I yeah, I th- I think it was that. If it wasn't that, it's something else. But um, that would be interesting because, uh, as we know, Xbox are getting quite snug with IO Interactive now. You know, we know they're work- supposedly working on that Project Dragon, uh, which is like you know big MMO RPG sort of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, which is a while off. We've just seen the Hitman trilogy come to uh, uh, Games Pass, or you know, this week. Um, yeah, I mm. can't find any confirmation, so I'm really hoping I'm not lying to you, but I just really feel like that was going to be published by Activision. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm drawing a blank on it. I didn't realise that that was a thing. Um, but I can it. give it a quick look. Yeah, um, no, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, obviously, we we talked about, obviously, potentially Destiny and stuff like that falling under that umbrella, um, but obviously that's not I think we came to the conclusion that Bungie are still independent and it was just published by Activision, wasn't it? So Bungie are not mm-hmm. under Activision necessarily. Um, no, we were so close. We were like to a couple of years off having uh, Destiny back because obviously they, they were yeah. owned by Activision, weren't they? And then they split off, but they were still published. They, yeah, still published their stuff, I believe. Yeah. On PC. Yeah. Blizzard did. Because it was on the Blizz launcher, on the, or whatever it's called, the Blizzard launcher on. Um, on PC, but yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, long story short, it's just, it's big, right? Um, don't want to waffle on too much. It's um, big. But, well, yeah. that is true. That is true. Uh, and I guess, I, th- I think, I've just got one like note on a bit of paper here that I, I did want to go over, um, yeah. which was, uh, you know how, <laughs> you know how with the, acquisition of Bethesda and then the fact that Halo came out and actually was like quite good um they sort of became the king of first person shooters what the fuck are they now galactic emperors of <laughs> first person shooters ah <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know i guess so doom quake halo cod like overwatch hello <laughs> like yeah i guess we literally just we Wolfenstein. are yes right um, with a platform for FPS at this point. Might as... Yeah, That's, it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy bonkers. when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, Sony might have their single-player narrative sad dad games, but we have every first-person shooter that's ever been made. <laughs> okay. Oh, you can't believe you've done it. <laughs> it's all right. Nobody can see the dislikes anyway. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We'll be fine. I was joking anyway for anyone... <laughs> actually true there's no such statement. thing irony is no. dead um but holy crap 
Um, I mean, we'll see how as because I guess like the, the other big topic is kind of like exclusivity. Um, you know, so and I think this is really interesting because I, I have a couple of notes here about that. Um, which is okay. So I mean, so what are your thoughts here? What are your thoughts on these on these IP on these games on these franchises being exclusive? I don't know, man. Um, it's hard to say how something like Call of Duty becoming exclusive is going to impact the ecosystem of gaming. Um, that's kind of just the ecosystem. Full stop. Fish will just die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> might need a new planet, everyone. Monkeys um, will fall out of trees. Yeah, so it's really hard to say how something like that would would work and just like next year or the year after whenever this deal officially goes through or whatever like pulling those off of other platforms is kind of crazy to think about um and then when you think about the likes of something like uh what was it overwatch 2 and what was the other one we mentioned that was another one yeah diablo like are those gonna have like a like a Deathloop Bethesda kind of thing to them. Like, because technically now we do own Activision Blizzard, but those games have been in development for seemingly quite a while. And they probably have agreed platforms that this game would be on prior to development or during early development or something like that. Um, You know, are those games still going to be seen on, on PlayStation and, and, and other platforms? Um, or are those going to be yeah. exclusive? It's kind of hard to tell. You, you, you really, I kind of can't answer your question. <laughs> um, well, I think I think we kind of can. I think to a degree we can, and this is without looking at any of the um, any of the other sort of like you know insider stuff, um, which is is never like entirely accurate on the day that these things have broken anyway. But we can look at what Xbox are doing with Bethesda. Um, obviously, well, I mean, it is on a bigger scale. I mean, it is hmm. in terms of money, but in terms of like gamer mindshare, I mean, I would say it's probably about the same. Yeah. Um, you know, having the developers of Skyrim is a big deal, you know, as big, if not bigger than COD. So yeah. when you look at Xbox's strategy and we know that Redfall and we know that Starfield are going to be exclusive... We know that someone's crunched the numbers. You know, it's also going back to this whole this whole uh, like debate that we had like two years ago. You know, like, well, they're just going to leave money on the table, and then the other side of it is like, well, you don't spend you know billions and billions and billions to to not lock stuff down to your console. So I think yeah. what we can establish is that there is definitely a precedent for games to be made exclusive. Hmm. In both cases, for what we have announced, they are new IPs, Redfall and Starfield. However, in both cases, they're also both games that have been in development for maybe three quarters of their development cycle anyway. Presumably, like presumably Starfield was halfway done on PlayStation anyway, and they just dropped it. So I don't think Xbox are beyond saying, nope, stop, (laughs) stop. I think if if because I think someone has crunched the numbers and decided that it's worth the loss on that port to to boost Game Pass sales, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think you know it's 
we can also say that I don't think they're going to yank stuff off platforms. We can look at Minecraft for that. We can look at Elder Scrolls Online for that, Fallout 76. I think they're going to continue to support those those communities. And that's exactly what Phil said, actually. So that's a really nice segue. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> nice. um, so like just reading straight off the, off the article um, from Philly himself... Uh, the end of the second sentence, or se- sorry, second paragraph, is uh, Activision Blizzard games. Actually, I'll start from the top. The fantastic franchises across Activision Blizzard will also accelerate our plans for cloud gaming, allowing more people in more places uh, around the world to participate in, in the Xbox community using phones, tablets, laptops, and other devices you already own. Important part. Activision Blizzard games are enjoyed on a variety of platforms, and we plan to continue to, su- to support those communities moving forward. I was reasonably shocked. I have I have a note on that if you want to see it on the on the notes. Yeah. I've got it like highlighted there. I'm reasonably shocked to see that addressed in that way because like I feel like this is a repeat of the Bethesda thing, like of saying, yeah, we'll can like is this is this a confirmation of like we're gonna continue to support those games that are already out and our service games, or is this mm-hmm. like we're never gonna make an exclusive game? Because like, like I said, I think there's a good precedent for these studios being used to make exclusive games. I just you know, it's again, it's just drawing that line of it, that middle ground, and I think we're safe to assume stuff isn't going to get ripped off, and we're safe to assume new IP will be exclusive. The stuff in between, I guess, remains a bit of a question mark. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's kind of what I was trying to say is is stuff that's kind of already in development, late into development. It's it's a question mark. You don't know whether you're going to see on both. Stuff that's already out is not going to be ripped off, I don't mm-hmm. think. And I think that statement there pretty pretty clearly says that they're not just going to remove those things from the PlayStation Store. You know, like you can no longer download Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls or anything like that. It's going to stay on every platform, um, I think. But I would agree that with the money spent, fucking 70 billion, new games coming out from these studios you got to make them exclusive right um you just kind of have to for that sort of money it'd be it, it would be so weird not to um yeah and yeah i agree but it's just what what i found difficult to answer was diablo 4 overwatch 2 like how will that play out but you made a very good yeah. point with starfield where i'm sure that it was being developed on both platforms and then they just came in bought him and he, he was just like you see that recycle bin over there just 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 put the playstation <laughs> copy in the recycle bin for me um yeah i'm sure i'm sure that happened so yeah who's to say yeah. that won't happen with these um yeah yeah absolutely but. and to be fair you know it, it's still an unanswered question for bethesda with a lot of these you know we had this conversation about um well and i mean this is the other side of it right like we had this conversation about like wolfenstein 3 you know, and the whole legacy thing, you know, we'll support legacy, you know, games on other platforms, things like that. Hmm. Wolfenstein 3, will that be exclusive? And then, of course, we had the article and we had our, we made our own video, which you can go and check out if you want to, you know, www.forward podcast. Um, <laughs> that Phil was saying Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be exclusive. He just straight up said it. Yeah. So that makes me think, that makes me think if they're willing to go on like the record that Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be exclusive, Overwatch 2 will be exclusive. Diablo 4 will be exclusive. The next Call of Duty, probably exclusive. Like, it really yeah. does make me think that. Um, and, and the stuff that's already there, like Warzone, will maybe stay. That does make it a bit weird because then, like you said, I have access to the Call of Duty IP 
you know, mm. even, but be, but you won't be able to buy it for your platform. That I think that is a bit of a funny one. Um, but yeah, that that's the other wrench kind of in the in the works there. You know, if we're willing to put Elder, make Elder Scrolls exclusive, I think nothing's really off the cards. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Elder Elder Scrolls Skyrim is probably the biggest game ever, right? Um, <laughs> so bloody well up just, there. Yeah. Just ever. Um, so yeah, making the sequel to that exclusive really, uh, it's just the sky's the limit, right? You can kind of do whatever yep. you want. Um, so I think it's safe to assume that a lot of these probably will be exclusive um, for future development. Um, yeah. But obviously no guarantees. We can't. We're only speculating. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I just wanted to clarify, by the way, I've been having a quick look online and it, Activision aren't publishing. I seem to I have a publishing project 007 uh, by okay. themselves from what I can tell. I, the reason I got confused is because Activision did own the license for, for Bond, which they mm. don't anymore. So maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe I'm just having a stroke. Not really sure. There's always a chance. Um, but that's where that kind of lies. Cool. Just to top off the kind of um, exclusivity topic, um, it in the Bloomberg article that reported on this whole nuke, uh, there was a particular sentence I just wanted to pull out from it. Um which says Microsoft plans to keep making some of Activision's games for PlayStation consoles, but will also keep some content exclusive to Xbox. Said a person familiar with the company's thinking. So obviously an anonymous source that Bloomberg has managed to query about this. So again, you know, it hardly confirms or denies anything, but it, it's it's the middle ground somewhere. And I think if we're to look at the, how they've handled Bethesda, I think as bold as it is, I think the assumption is rather safe to say, Pre-existing stuff, stay as it is. Anything new, it's it's going to be exclusive. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the only question mark that really remains is really cool of mainline Call of Duty's just because that separation of having Warzone on one. Having said that, I guess Fallout 76 will be on all platforms and the next Fallout will be around and Elder yeah. Scrolls Online will be on all platforms with the next Elder Scrolls. So maybe maybe they just don't care, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm putting my cards on the table. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I think that's what's happening. I think everything else is going to be exclusive. Yeah, I yeah I kind of agree. Otherwise, why spend seventy billion? Um, yeah, mm. I'm I'm okay. definitely along those those that that line of thought as well. That line of thinking. Yeah, great, 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 great. Um, and the, so the final sort of thing I wanted to go over today um, on this kind of thing was the whole leadership thing. Um, you know, it, it's hard to not really talk about. Obvious, and, you know, this is when we spoke earlier about the kind of the hierarchy of excitement of what, what we kind of had there been, a, you know, the different publisher acquisitions. Hmm. This strikes me as an opportunity buy. Um, this strikes me of, ooh, there's a lot of sexual assault going on at Activision yeah. Blizzard. They're looking awfully rough. <laughs> Better snatch get, them up. Yeah, we could probably get ten billion <laughs> off because of this. Um, <laughs> exactly. I think. Well, I was having a look. Cause I think that I, I pretty sure I, I had a look. I saw some numbers on the Bloomberg article, which is worth looking at. It's a good article, actually. Mm. And it, I'm pretty sure it said that since the beginning of 2021, the stock had like halved. So their worth had effectively halved, Damn. you know, and you're looking at that and you're saying, oh, like if we want to like propose an, a purchase, now is a good time. You know, generally Microsoft and Xbox have shaped up in the last 10 years in terms of like 
um, being pretty clean. Yeah. Right. In terms of reputation. So I reckon Activision Blizzard are seeing that opportunity and saying, this is a good, this is an easy reset button for us, mm-hmm. you know, in, in terms of the reputation. And, and the big question I think does, does remain, how is this going to be managed now? You know, these, all of these horrible things that have been happening, you know, people have been going out on, on strike and stuff, you know, will Xbox be able to step in and, you know, encourage, you know, the, like the victims to speak up and, you know, shake stuff up really, because you'd, you'd hope so, but it would, it, what I would hate to see is to be having the same conversation in two years time. And now everyone is like complicit, you know, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, I think you're right in the sense that it kind of just helps them in the sense of, like you said, it kind of just gives them a reset button and it kind of just gives them a new coat of paint, right? To just be like, oh, we're part of the Xbox family now, you know, all this sort of stuff. Um, and then I think, obviously, I think Xbox are going to uh, um, uh, are gonna have to address it, like 100%. They're going to have to probably just be like, you know, <laughs> we're going to go through everything. We're going to fucking like out everything. We're going to clean house or whatever you know and then essentially just fresh start sort of thing right um i do think they have to address it in that sort of way um they they did address it in the article um on the xbox article it was a light addressal but they they did Um, i'm trying to find the exact paragraph uh yes here it is yeah okay so uh, as a company, Microsoft is committed to our journey for inclusion in every aspect of gaming among both employees and players. We deeply value individual studio cultures. We also believe that creative success and autonomy go hand in hand with treating every person with dignity and respect. We hold all teams and all leaders to this commitment. We're looking forward to extending our culture of proactive inclusion to the great teams across Activision Blizzard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're, they're kind of just going to be like, you know, we're going to take poopy, poopy, bad Activision Blizzard and we're going to bring them up to our standards. You know, we're going to cut all that shit out and it's going to be kind of like a fresh start. And like you said, I do think that it was a case of with all this shit going on, I'm sure Xbox did see an opportunity there and and kind of just pounced upon it. Um, got some great studios working under us um, and uh, and we'll sort them out, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think that that was a question going through people's head. You know, obviously the big boy Bobby fuck tick, <laughs> Bobby Kotick, yeah, um, you know, Kotick. is the the guy um, who's like raking in an extraordinary amount of money and then has like gone on record saying, you know, I'm not going to take any paychecks until this is sorted, which is like fine. But like, you know, this has been going on for a while, mate. And it's like these yeah. kind of, you're sitting on like 500 billion in your bank account. So like, you know, it, it's a bit... You know, it feels a bit empty. Nonetheless, yeah. I think a lot of people were kind of hoping that Microsoft would just kick people out. And I just don't think that's really the right way to... Well, no. I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that. So I think, like you said, I think you said it right. You know, it's like, you're going to be on our standard now or or then or we're going to have a case against you. To essentially yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if you can't rise to our standard, you know, then get lost. And I mean, there is going to have to be an element of, obviously, if it's fact and if shit comes out, you have to. You, you, you're going to have to fire people. You're going to have to axe them, whatever. You can't just be like, 
all right, forget about the past. You're on our standard now. You know, if shit comes out that's actually mm-hmm. damning, then the axe needs to be dropped. Um, yeah. Which will have to be done. But yeah, for the majority yeah. of it, yeah, for just the overhaul of of, of it um, as a whole, yeah, yeah it's just going to be a case of we're holding you to these standards now. Um, yeah. Fucking do it. And make good games for us. Yeah. Yeah, make some good games while you're at it, if you wouldn't yeah. mind. Um, brilliant. Well, I, I mean, I've covered everything I want to. I want to speak about today. You know, this will be this will be an evolving thing. We we don't have like a confirmation of the timeline. Um, it was the same when Bethesda got bought. You know, they said yeah. when the deal closes, we elect Wayne Z. Same here. We don't know when that deal is going to close, but this strikes me as a very similar situation to Activision Blizzard, though the only diff. Sorry, to Bethesda, Bethesda the only. The only difference I see here is that I actually can't think of any games that are on the imminent high uh, horizon coming from Activision Blizzard. Whereas we had that with Bethesda. So we had those questions of like, is Starfield going to be exclusive? Is Redfall going to be exclusive? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Deathloop and what's going to happen with Ghostwire Tokyo. And obviously that panned out in the funny way that it did. But because we don't have that here, this could be a quicker moving like we could see action from this sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Because if you know, if the ink dries, let's say by you know May, it's probably a bit soon. Maybe by the end of the year, and then they say, okay, well, Diablo's done. It's coming out January 2023. It's going to be exclusive, by the way. Yeah. Because you know we haven't. That's how it is now. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, that I think we'll see how the timeline evolves. But I think it's very possible that this could be um, quicker, quicker moving in terms of benefit for Xbox users than Bethesda was. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, and it's interesting it was done right right at the beginning of the year when things like um, every Call of Duty release is very late in the year, right? So it begs the question of what's going to happen with the 2022 card. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. It, it's kind of when, like you said, when the ink dries on these contracts and everything is actually set in stone. Um, but I'm sure these yeah. talks are had. But... I think some of those bigger structural things that we're hoping for will take a bit longer just because they'll still be acting as Activision Blizzard at the moment. And so, you know, they're not going to change the way they're working now. They'll just be, yeah. you know, go ahead for a 2022 card release. And then oh, yeah, we'll yeah. start thinking from, yeah, from there onwards um, about what can happen after, about, you know, taking the some developers off card and everything and giving it more time. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, hopefully, because I think we did have, before the Bethesda deal closed, I'm pretty sure we actually had some Bethesda stuff drop into Games Pass. I can't remember exactly the timeline, but I think we, not all of them, but I think a lot of them we did. So hopefully we start to see that get injected in as well. Potentially, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that potentially happening. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, that's everything today. Uh, if you stuck with us through this exciting 45 minute foray into Xbox's newest acquisition, I can't, I, I'm looking like back of the notes. And I'm like, that's <laughs> It's, it's just crazy. it's just it, it, it's so extra weird because like we've had the whole year of like dead silence like 2021 everyone's been like xbox is going to make moves they're going to make bigger acquisitions sony is just pick people up you know like embrace a group has swallowed all the tiny fish in the planet you know that like every uh like studio with like less than 40 people um and everyone's just been making moves and then <laughs> january 2022 That's mad. Uh, we'll, yeah we'll swallow the next biggest planet um mm yeah okay well um thanks for watching everyone um we'll be back with um our weekly podcast um if you're new here we talk we generally record on sundays and put our videos up uh, on 
Mondays. Um, we try to do that as consistently as we can. Um, but other than that, we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.